0: Welcome. Welcome. Under the Husk. Well, we we missed out on an episode last week, uh, but we are back today. We're going to talk about what happened in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, We're going to preview the semifinals of the winner's bracket as well as the third place battle, which has been a noisy one, Gino.
1: Yeah, it has been a noisy one. Um, Two people in the league who haven't yet made the playoffs. They're the loudest two members. Um, But that's uh, you know par for the course with those two owners. We'll see how it all plays out. Unfortunately, we couldn't pod last week. Someone was up in um, Catskills hiking, not myself. Uh, And then on Saturday when he got back, it was just uh, a little unfortunate timing. So, hey, sometimes you can't do it. Things get in the way.
0: No harm, no foul. We're back. It would have been good to have an episode, but we are here today. So Gino, I guess we'll is there anything we need to break down before we go right into the into the pre, the recap, or should we just get right into it? We're gonna recap the uh, the losers bracket games?
1: And then we'll go to the loser bracket and then we'll go to the actual ones that matter. Okay. All right. So the first one we will
0: talk about. Um, I think the underdog definitely won this game, uh, and it came down to the final touchdown on Monday Night Football. Drew Swagcock lock throwing a thirty-ish yard dime to Enjigbius. The Phantoms takes down Yo Soy the Daddy Kongju, one hundred and nine to one hundred and five.
1: Yeah, this was uh this was a good one. Uh came down to the wire, came down to obviously Monday night. Uh we couldn't even give our opinion on it. Obviously last week just due to uh the schedule and difficulties. I had Yosoy winning this one, uh, even with Justin Herbert getting hurt. Um and then obviously Keenan Allen was forced to miss. But even then I still thought Yosoy was coming off a high. Uh some of his guys, Corland Sutton, was, you know, playing well down the stretch. The late scratch was um, no Josh Jacobs, which was a head scratcher because now all of a sudden he's playing this week. So it's really just like a one-week injury. But uh, across the board, a lot of down arrows for Yosoy. Two points from Brandon Cooks, two from Odell. Uh, You would say better days are ahead, but for Yosoy, it's really meaningless games. For the Phantoms, it's all about draft position. So if he doesn't get into the playoffs, which is a yearly occurrence – uh he will do all he can to get that third overall pick. And uh yeah, hats off to your boy Cooper Cup. That sixty yard bomb, uh second half really kind of catapulted the fans to a win. And as you mentioned, JSN getting it done.
0: Yeah, I mean the the loser's bracket for Bradley is just I mean, he was pulling Sweet. his he was pulling his hair out in the early slate um when some of the some of the Yosoy guys like T Higgins uh, and, and Debius. Well, Debius wasn't an early slate, but some guys were, were starting to do some things and I didn't know that they were on Yo Soy or why Bradley was upset about him, but <clears throat> I, I quickly found out, but yeah, Bradley moves on uh, and he will take on the winner of this next matchup that we will talk about, by the way, <clears throat> you're going to hear some coughing. I have bronchitis. Um, so I'm going to preface that now. So you, so you know what's going on. Um, <clears throat>
1: Much worse than COVID.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I can attest. Well, the next matchup featured Evil Stevie, who uh, he kind of played himself out of that number one overall, number two overall slot, even though he has one of those picks from Gumby's. Um, And I think it was going to be a long shot for him to win this uh, Win this. Battle. I think he has Motley's pick, though. Am I right about that? I don't maybe. think Motley has their first round pick. I think he does. Okay, maybe they do. Anyway, I think Motley does. Motley, I think does. interestingly enough, I mean they, you know, it was hot. It was it was well noted that they traded away some big pieces heading into the final stretch. They had a win in game against Boats, didn't go their way, but man, putting up one ninety six. Really kind of making a statement because they would have beaten anyone in the league uh, in, in the playoffs this last week. Um, I fucking dodged the bullet. Uh, but 196-89, to beaten Stevie by well over 100 points. Um, Motley, maybe a bitter pill to swallow, but I think they were talking their shit and, and happy for this performance heading into the out-bracket final.
1: I mean, look, <clears throat> you would have liked 196 the week prior. Uh, it just so happens that it's the week you know, you, after you get eliminated. But, I mean, you look up and down that that roster, uh, everyone seemed to go off. Everyone had 20-plus. Uh, it was an explosion of sorts. I know you like explosions, but uh, newly acquired Kyron, 27, rookie Jordan Adams in 28, both as quarterbacks 25, Aiden O'Connell, Brock Purdy, go figure. Uh, and then Jameer Gibbs, the the prized possession, fourth overall or third overall, uh, 27 points. So, Molly. Great position for next year. A little too late as far as the playoffs. Obviously, like I said, would have liked that matchup or like that output last week's matchup against Boats, but uh, you got to be happy after Stevie. Um, Yeah, you don't get the third overall pick, but you might have, uh, you know, two, five, seven, eight, and ten (laughs) with all his picks. Uh, I will say, though, James Cook turning into a gem, 40 points that he put up against Dallas. That's one of the evil Stevie building blocks. Um so he'll go back to the drawing board. But yeah, Motley the Phantoms. Um two teams never made the playoffs, two teams vying for the third overall pick. Um don't know if Motley has his first overall pick, but uh if he's putting up points like this, I'm sure that he would you know be happy if he, let's, if he still retains.
0: Let's do let's do a little uh I can I can do a little bit of digging here. Uh draft auction, future draft picks 2024 motley does own the pick so this is big for them like you said i mean they got a lot of young guys um if they can build on that with you know uh depending on how the pieces fall a quarterback uh or a marvin harrison type uh, it's going to be an instant impact for that roster so let's move to the first playoff matchup uh as you all know DMP and HHC were on the buy. Uh, I'll note that neither of them had impressive performances last week. They would have lost. Both of them would have lost to the shrimp. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We were on a buy. You were on a buy, so it doesn't matter. Uh, The first matchup we'll talk about, I mean, it was disgusting. Uh, I took on boats. um, And, and, you know, I, I was upstate, like Gino talked about. I didn't have my phone on me. So I logged on on Friday morning, and I was like, oh. 63 to 21 final. Eckler must have fucking feasted. I check in, he only had six points. Uh I felt like I was in a good spot at that point. But I mean, man, I'll let you break this one down. But when you look down the roster, if I don't get the Aman Ra and C D touchdowns, I lose. Uh just horrific performances across the board. But Tom Sawyer does get it done 90 to 80 reversing a bit of the misfortune that I had throughout the year with the high point totals against.
1: A hundred percent. And, um, I mean, if you ask anyone in the league outside of Brad, um, you know, sometimes you have to win the ugly ones. Uh, and that's, you're winning it when it counts. So, uh, I believe first ever playoff win for Sawyer, last year you had a bye and then got knocked out in the semis. Yeah. The year prior, didn't make it. So, congrats, first ever Well, technically from- I
0: won the third place game last year, if that counts for anything, but.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, Jack, I agree. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I will say that I think the funniest output um, in terms of point total across the board is the Bijan 0.4 points going up against Carolina. Yeah. And it was pouring rain in Carolina. So, I a mean, real head scratcher as far as what's Arthur Smith doing, what's his game plan. Um, and then obviously the bagel from Dalton Kincaid. Now, you had some production prior on Saturday, as you mentioned, Amon Ra kind of feasted, especially in that second half cd good game not great game and then obviously Dak, uh real real question mark so if he does that this week against miami um probably kissing your season goodbye but fortunately to get by uh and sometimes like i said you have to win the, the the dirty ones you have to get greasy in the corners like you're accustomed to doing and look you got through it as far as boats um some people are questioning whether the boat's reign is officially over. Um, and what I mean by that is just being a perennial playoff team, you know, three years in a row, he's made the playoffs. Obviously, the first year he won it last year got knocked out despite having a really good roster. And this year finds himself back into the playoffs, some expensive pieces, some aging running backs, especially if you ask the Phantoms with some hamstring and knees and then that wide receiver room, as we talked about all, all season, it just wasn't there. So, what would you do if you were boats? Would you start to blow it up and go back to the drawing board, or you would say, you know what, let's piece it together and go for it another year? Because, quite honestly, I don't love the rest of his pieces on the bench. Don't love the young prospects if there are any. So, um, hard pressed to sell me on boats um, being competitive next year if he starts to cut a lot of these pieces.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you look when you look at the roster, you got to probably just survey the the environment in the offseason. If he can start moving guys for picks, some of his veteran guys who are more expensive, he can start getting picks, then maybe yeah, you tear it down. Um, but you know, you got guys like Devonta Smith on a good contract, Ayuk not bad, Brees not bad. You gotta just kinda I think for both it's picking the core and building around it and then just kind of letting go of some of the name value that's that's on that roster. But interestingly enough in this matchup, you got I don't know necessarily who they get started over, but you got guys like Ty Chandler, 27 points, and Chris Godwin, with 24 points. So these are guys that if he found a way to get them into the lineup, would have made the difference in the matchup. So right. it's the, tough the to Ty it.
1: Chandler ones, the, the, the Ty Chandler ones are a really good point here because you look at it: Breeze Eckler and Saquon all healthy. None of them put up more than seven points. You could have made the argument that with Alex Madison sitting, you might want to starting one of those guys, but again, tough decision to make. And obviously Boats uh, playing golf a little bit early, but um, yeah, it is what it is for just the boats.
0: It is what it is. Boats goes home. Sawyer moving on to the semifinals. The other the other matchup was a little bit more exciting. I think it brought to the table a little bit more of what you'd expect out of a, a playoff matchup in terms of point output. Um, and you know what? There was some venom in the matchup here uh, in the group yeah. chat. Uh, you know, throughout the season, it's been <clears throat> it's been pretty clear that uh, HHC, Joey Bags, is anti-JOS. But, man, some of the rhetoric coming from Snake Eyes owner Alex Tonelli down the stretch, specifically heading into Monday night, makes you question whether or not there's some, you know, some seeds to sow there. And this is good for division rivalries to get these, you know, two, what I would say, up and coming teams kind of looking at in that changing of the guard situation starting to hate each other. JOS does get it done, though, getting their first playoff win 163 to 145 off the back of a few really big performances.
1: Yeah. I mean, anytime. There's a anti-JOS rhetoric. I'm usually on that side. Um, you know, we have a longstanding beef. We'll get into it in about 15, 20 minutes. But um, it might have been the kiss of death. And we didn't mention this, but uh, on Sunday night, with all the projections that were out there, I said, yeah, I think Snake Eyes is going to win. You know, still had DK Metcalf. Still had AJ Brown. JOS on the other side. Really only had Trevor, Zay Flowers, and Kenneth Walker. So it really came out to those, those guys because at the time it was a tie game. It was yeah, two it was players close. left to go, three players left to go. I think it was tied at like 92 or 93. Um, look, I thought A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf going to step up combined. They only had 21, 22 points. Um, Kenneth Walker did that by himself. Uh, now I'd say Flowers didn't do much, but when you had the 16 on to Trevor Lawrence, the, the margin of victory actually doesn't really tell the story. This is a lot closer game. Um, than the 18 points that we have, but look, I thought Snake Eyes gave a very valiant effort despite some adversity. Zero a bagel from Gabe Davis. Not the first time he, he loves done it. That. He loves it. He loves his bagels. Um, Garrett Wilson was essentially absent from uh, the game script or, or the the play calling action up until about what midway through the fourth quarter. Yeah, uh, and then Travis Kelsey continually underperforming, underwhelming. Easy cut me off season, but you have to figure, does he have anything left in the tank? Those things change. I mean, 44 points from Christian McCaffrey, how do you lose? Yeah, 30 from Baker, how do you lose? Uh, 145 points, very respectable. Would have beaten the other two teams in the playoffs going away, but it's all for none because JOS finally came to play, and he did leave some pieces on the bench. Terry McLaurin, uh, you know, we'll get into that. I don't think you expected to start him, but... Um, I mean, across the board, Sam Laporta with his three touchdown performance, Trey McBride continues to pedal along with 20. Jalen Waddell, in the absence of Tyreek Hill, 26 points. So, JOS, it, it was really a good timing wise in terms of people getting hurt, him getting healthy. Um, and then obviously, Raheem Mostert continue what he does, and Kenneth Walker coming alive. So, uh, people found the end zone, people found the end zone, it was very timely. I would say, to be honest with you, you know, you mentioned. Tom Sawyer, a guy who's always been getting outscored, puts up 95 and still wins. JOS on the other side, he was always putting up maybe like 115 and winning. Now he puts up 163. So very interesting storylines heading into that second round of the playoffs. But um, yeah, I I unfortunately went 0-2 in my predictions, um, but happy to be playing JOS. Do you want to bring up the fact how if I were to have lost in week 14 – you would be out of the playoffs? Well, I mean, if
0: anything else happened, <laughs> I would have been out of the playoffs. Uh, only scenario was playing boats, and that happened. I will say what interesting, uh, we talk about like last year, EP, DMP gets to the finals, wins the finals, riding just one quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. This year, interestingly enough, JOS is riding two quarterbacks. They're playing two tight ends, and – it's been viable, and I, I don't know how you go away from that next week with the way that these two guys have been playing. Um, Especially the matchups. Yeah, the I mean, matchups Trey are McBride, great.
1: And, uh, 20 so, points, yeah. It, it's, i bet say. Go ahead. Trey McBride, 20, 23, 12, 9, and 22. Now he gets the Bears. Hollywood's hurt. Uh, he is the number one option, and Sam Lepore is coming off three touchdown point performance. You can't really trust say Flowers. He's banged up. Terry McLaurin's boom-bust going up against the Jets. We'll talk about it in the previews, but I kind of like this 210-inch strategy that JOS is rolling out.
0: Who do the Lions have this week?
1: Uh, Vikings. Vikings. I
0: mean, that's that's. I would say put Laporta in there for 20 more points probably. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for, just before we, we get into the preview, just looking across the board, I'll say this much. The league is happy to see CMC out of the playoffs. Um. That being said, Snake Eyes played their best possible roster. Like You you can't really make an argument for him playing anyone on the bench over anyone who he had in his starting lineup. So it wasn't a managerial error. There was nothing. You just got a couple of guys, wide receivers specifically, who underperformed. And then you ran into sort of a buzzsaw uh, across the board. So Snake Eyes, going to be an interesting offseason for them. Um, to see what they do with some of these more expensive guys, some of these aging guys. Do they get some picks? Uh, send some over to guys like a Stevie who has a lot of salary. We'll see what happens, but I think Snake Eyes knows that there are some big decisions to be made. That's all for the recap. Let's move into the big week 16 battles. And you know we're going to start with the out bracket. but there's no less appeal in this one than there is in any of these semifinals matchups. Because depending on who you ask, the, this matchup may hold more weight than a semifinal matchup. And when I talk about depending on who you ask, I'm talking about Bradley Parrott, owner of the Phanthoms. Uh This is, for many reasons to me, like if we take all things into consideration, this is the game of the week. Uh, these are... There, maybe not publicly, but I know <clears throat> for a fact that Phantoms loves Motley's lineup. Uh, he's a big fan of some of the young players on that team, some of the contracts. Um, and he doesn't want to be robbed of a potential pick that could add to a division rivals roster who is also on the up-and-coming. On the other side, Motley Jew, they are a team who maybe some would say prematurely started selling their pieces um, when you look at the output last week. But I think probably in the long run a smart decision for a team who probably kickstarted their rebuild uh, by a year by doing some of the moves that they made. So this matchup, it's got an eight-point projection in favor of Motley Jew. Uh, but, you know, it's the postseason. And when there is a draft pick on the line, you can never rule out the phantoms.
1: No. Um, and he is banged up, as you mentioned before. Um, and he's probably really regretting that decision to let go of Justin Fields because now C.J. Stroud, probably on the wrong side of questionable. Now he has to roll out Joe Flacco. Is he going to start Bryce Young too? Um You know, it's tough. I would say this. Bryce Young's matchup, not terrible. Um, Going against a Green Bay team that just surrendered a ton of points to Tampa. Uh, Baker Mayfield had what I believe it was a perfect passer rating last year. So now Bryce Young, I mean, off that win, he only had two. Maybe that carries into this week. Um, Devin Singletary coming off a 22-point performance. Rashad White top five running back on the year a lot of people are not talking about that uh one of the phantoms calling cards last year and then javante williams better matchup this week tough game script last week against detroit now he gets new england if cup does this thing dj moore does this thing jsn starts to get a little bit more involved now all of a sudden i feel a little bit more confident about the phantoms and you know that if there's any game, the Phantoms is going into the locker room, coming down from the owner's box, going into the locker room and giving a pep talk, it is for the third place game. <laughs> we all know that. However, on the other side, Motley is probably doing the same. Um, and I, I just have to give it a Motley this year, yeah. this week, because of the momentum that is riding into this week, coming off 185, 190 point game. You have to feel really good about yourself. Um, Jameer Gibbs has a relatively nice matchup against Minnesota. We talked about that. Um, Kyron gets the ball going, gets the ball rolling Thursday night against New Orleans, although I don't love that matchup. I think Motley will do enough, especially when you consider that. Okay, Joe Flacco might throw the ball around, but we have Amari Cooper on the other side. Dalton Schultz probably going to step up if uh, Nico Collins isn't available. I think Motley finds a way. I don't think he's going to score 186 no. points. I don't think anyone's going to, you know, predict him to score 186. At the end of the day, it's going to be very, very close. Uh, really coming down to Christmas day because he has both his quarterbacks, Aiden O'Connell at one, Brock Purdy at eight. That's going to be great to see. Also paired with Jacoby Meyer. So Gibby Motley, 126, 118. Close game, 12 point victory. Motley with the three pick. And Probably in the driver's seat for we'll get into it in the pod, but Morgan Harrison quarterback. I mean, with Brock with Brock Purdy and, and Joe Burrow, I probably wouldn't take quarterback of three.
0: You could never have too many, though.
1: Yeah, but I probably wouldn't take quarterback of three.
0: You're not a Drake May so, guy or a Phoenix guy,
1: Miguel Penix. <laughs> I, I love Miguel Penix. Um, it, it's interesting, though. We'll, I mean, we'll see what. Gumbius or uh, Stevious and, uh, and should do, but we will see. Uh, and that's, that's off season. Let's talk that about That is off
0: season. season. I will say, do we think that, I think you got to start Bryce Young probably, right? Uh, Stroud's not going to go. It doesn't sound like, um, so you slide, you, uh, you slide Bryce Young in there for the phantoms. You know, I want, I do want to find a way to picks of Anthems here, just given the pedigree and the, you know, the, the desire to win. Um, but I, I do agree with you that it's going to be, it's going to be hard to do, uh, looking at that lineup across the board, the way that some of these players are coming on late in the season. So I'm going to agree with you. Motley does get the third overall pick. A little scary for, uh, the rest of the teams in that division, uh, seeing them get the third overall pick. I'm going to go 130 to
1: 119. I like it. Well, because we're only breaking down three matchups this week, I think we could spend a little more time talking about this. Yeah. I mean, DMP boats kind of on the backside Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of their peak. I mean, DMP could certainly win another one, but take those two guys – I don't say out of it next year, but really in terms of the risers, because it's certainly not shrimp and gumbo next year, the risers are really the Phantoms yeah, and Yeah, for sure. And I think the Phantoms and Motley are going to be the two teams in the playoffs next year and both in DMP, Ooh, that, depending on what they do in the offseason. That's spicy. Might be on the outside looking in. So, I, look, I, this is just my initial prediction because I think I think certainly DMP is going to have to make no cuts. Boats is probably gonna to have to make cuts just because some of his players are ass. But uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, what they do in the offseason, trades. I mean, if there's any anything about Boats and EP, they're active traders. Yes, so, for sure. Um, you know, maybe a Saquon goes for a pick. Maybe Devontae Adams goes for a player. I mean, these are these are things that often happen. Right now, December twentieth, Michael Tommy's birthday. The Phantoms. And Motley will be in the playoffs next year, and Boats and the will not.
0: Is Uncle Tommy the guy who lives in Hoboken?
1: No, it's Uncle Mike. That's Uncle Mike on my mom's side. Got it. Uncle Mike on my dad's side is the one who has a cigar club at Long Island to go to every year for the Super Bowl, although we didn't go last year because he was in Miami Sad. a week before Stein's wedding. Mazel.
0: Mazel, Mazel Stein. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that does it for the losers bracket. Uh, you know, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna make the executive decision to go against what the media is saying. Here is the game of the week, because there's the game of the week right now is me versus DMP. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that one first because so that is the game of the week. No, but you versus Jos is the game of the week I, in terms no, of just the, the implications. So we're gonna talk about Tom Sawyer versus DMP because the people want to hear the diatribe that Gino's going to go on against JOS. Uh, and 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 ultimately, I think, you know, you saw a lot of chatter between JOS and Snake Eyes. I think it's going to be ratcheted up. Although, although with the family gatherings coming, maybe a little less phone time for Genoa. So we'll see what happens. Mm. But I think that's the, that's the bitter rivalry that we're going to talk about in a second. So oh.
1: let's get into it. Um, I will say this: You're. I know we're video potting right now. Uh, I had my first Veloch in the new apartment. It was lovely. Uh, it's I like I crashed the back. car or something. Oh my god! <laughs> I or, I order veloche at noon. Get off the phone with my my lovely fiance. Hey babe, what time are you getting home? Won't be home till two. Great. Okay, I'm gonna order Veloch. Veloach will be here twelve forty. A little bit late for my liking. But it's Saturday afternoon. I get a call at 1245. And it's this guy in a panic. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Is this Nick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Nick. Okay. The, the uh, DoorDash driver got into accidents with your Veloce. And I just, like, I, I, I dropped the phone. I was like, no, not the Veloce. So I, in a scramble to pick up the phone, I go, oh, okay. Just, just have it reordered. He's like, you want it reordered or you want me to cancel? I said, do not cancel my veloche. I, I, I need it. I need it. I need it. I set it all up. I need it. So, long story short, from when I order it at twelve to when it gets delivered, it's one fifty. Mm. So it's two hours almost go by. Ten minutes later, as I'm inhaling, comes in, the second man, you half get in of my trouble. Bowl, T comes in and goes, Why didn't you order me a valage? I said, I ordered it at twelve o'clock when I got the phone with you. <laughs> I said, The guy almost died coming down the viaduct.
0: <laughs> you know, that's that's unfortunately one of those situations where it sounds like no matter what you're lying, mm. you you can't right. win that one. So no. that's one of those ones you got to tuck your tail between your legs and just uh, you know.
1: I made up for it. I got her illusion. I uh, we went to illusion on Saturday. No, you should have gotten illusion. That,
0: that's a that's a cheaper bill. Well,
1: you know, man, you got to hit multiple multiple access of power. So you know, you get, you get the Japanese at night. <laughs> you know, you get the Italian during the day. So the
0: tomb of Wa.
1: Wow. Name change next year. Yeah. All
0: right, let's get into this matchup. Uh, As I mentioned, Tom Sawyer heading across division lines to take on DMP reigning champion, division winner. I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Uh, In the regular season, interestingly enough, less than one point Separated the two of us in the yearly point total him and i were talking about this uh last weekend watching the week 15 games so in terms of output in terms of strength of roster you like to think that they're um you know they're it's an even battle that being said dmp does come into this one with a nine point projection some of that's got to be that he's the home team some of that's got to be that he's the the reigning champion. He is getting JT, but it looks like he's getting JT back. It looks like he's getting Tyreek Hill back. So these are big reinforcements for a team uh, who, as we talked about, put up like a hundred points last week. They, they, they knew that they could rest, but again, you, you do the math, you know, things go differently. You don't have a buy. It's a scary prospect across the board. We're hoping to have some bounce backs from guys like Dak, from guys like Don Kincaid, you know, Bijan's in my lineup right now. There's a world where I go elsewhere, but I just don't know where I go. It feels a little bit too risky to get cute at this point in the season. But it's an interesting matchup. I'm going to let Gino break it down. I think the thing that scares me the most are some of the matchups that DMP has on the other side of the ball. Um, But I do think that this one has the potential to be a shootout and, and to be what it is advertised as.
1: Look, I think this is the matchup of the week. Um, But, you know, lo and behold, it is not. um, By far, in my opinion, the two best teams throughout the regular season, two most deserving teams. And sometimes that's really how it plays out. You know, I think when you look across sports, sometimes you say, yeah, well, you know, that that championship really was decided in the conference finals or, you know, that Stanley Cup was really decided in the conference finals. I think that's – Probably going to be the case here. Um, Whoever wins this, in my opinion, is probably going to go on, hoist the trophy. Whether that's yours getting the first or DMP getting the second. Um, I'll just put that out there. Quote Tom Sawyer coach, sniffs, we need to turn up the intensity. Yeah, no shit. You know, you are coming off 90 points last week. Uh, DMP, interesting enough, we're playing the role of spoilers. Not sure how he's playing the role of spoilers when he's a nine-point favorite. So... um, could be that the bronchitis is getting to uh, the owners here. I don't know if he pees sick. I'm just gonna have a narrative that he pees sick. Yeah. Um, but playing with his brains. Also, do we know if everyone's at full health? We'll see. Um, Tom Sawyer rolling in. Sam Halmias against the Jets.
0: I'm a little like, is he gonna start?
1: Uh, he he. No, it came out on Monday that he will remain the starter. Okay. That he will remain the starter. I
0: was losing uh, how my mind. Fucking, Jacobi comes in and throws two touch <laughs> like they,
1: two bomb
0: touchdowns. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? EP's like, I told <laughs> you,
1: Yacobi. I told you. <laughs> I told you. You can't see the video right now. We're doing a uh, whack-off. We're jerking Zoom. Um I was going to say, even if Sam Howell's healthy, and even if he's the number one starter, uh, can't really trust him on the road against the Jets, in my opinion. However, I can trust Dak Prescott uh, bounce back. I know it's on the road, and they play much better at home in Jerry's World. But um, this is not Western New York; it's it's Southeast Florida, so feel a lot better about that. Uh, I think Dak's eighteen is actually pretty short uh, in terms of what his expected outcome is going to be—pretty light. And similarly, I think CD Lamb is going to exceed that sixteen. So I think there is going to be a lot of pop there. Um, two guys I am worried about. One has to be Bijan Robinson, uh, thirteen point projection. It, it it sounds like he should score more, but coming off a point four point performance against the Panthers, now he's going up against the Colts. Uh, Colts are pretty stingy last week at home. I got to say, against the run, uh, really shut down Najee, really shut down Jalen Warren, uh, and then taking that a step further, uh, Joe Mixon. Last time the Bengals played the Steelers, um, it was at home. Only managed seven and a half points. Uh, granted, that was Browning's first game. Now you are going back to Heinz Field. Don't really know if Joe Mixon is going to score that double digit sort of points. I'm worried about that, guys. I'm not worried about CD, as I mentioned. Puka Nakua going to get it started on Thursday night. I think they're going to take away Cooper Cup. Bad for the Phantoms, but good for Sniffs and Tom Sawyer. I think Puka is going to exceed that 12 points. And then Amon Ross St. Brown, 14 is just way too low. I know he went on that streak uh, midway through the season where he, he failed to crack, you know, four catches, five catches. But, I mean, last week, 23 points, 112 yards, a touchdown. I think he's going to exceed that point. Goal. I think he's going to go north at 25. Uh, a league winner for a reason. I think he gets it started. Question mark, though, don't know about Dalton Kincaid. Mm. I don't know if he's healthy, and even if he is healthy. He didn't look he didn't been,
0: look healthy last week, and he had a couple bad drops too.
1: Bad drops, and the way that they've been running the ball, and now Dawson Knox is back. I just don't know if you could trust them, but again, I don't know if you could trust any other tight ends on that team. Hunter
0: Henry, kind of uh, a stud,
1: Jim. I would put Hunter Henry in if I were you. I would definitely put Hunter Henry in if I were you. Uh, it's so the, disgusting. No, no, it's not. Hunter Henry, I don't want to go on a tangent. Hunter Henry's scored like four touchdowns in five weeks, three weeks. He, he's on fire. He is clearly Bailey Zappi's favorite target, and I had Bailey Zappi in Indy. So. Um, anyway, DMP, Justin Fields, a phenomenal matchup against Arizona. I think he's going to eat, so you have to get worried there because you might lose a tight end, uh, quarterback battle. Um, Jalen Hurts. Pissed off Jalen Hurts going up against the Giants at home on Christmas. He's so he, bad. He's good at fantasy. He's, he's so a, bad. He's a bad passer. But, I mean, even last week, he had two rushing touchdowns, scored 26 points, throwing two picks. I mean, he's 25 points is his is his floor because he could run. Um, you mentioned getting Jonathan Taylor back off the show. I think that's going to be a huge, relatively tough matchup against Atlanta. But if he's healthy and Zach Moss isn't healthy, I think he's going to exceed 16 not so confident about Jerome Ford or Tony Pollard uh, just based on recent performance, but also kind of the way that game script is going to play out. The two big guys, in my opinion, and these are going to be the big guys the BMP Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill. Um, I'll start with Devonte Adams really all year. Devonte Adams has been down. Um, he's had one game above 20, uh, 25 points before last week. I should say one game above 20 points. Okay. Then last week he scores 22, obviously DMP's on the line. You're telling me Devontae Adams all year has one game above 20 points, and now you expect me to trust him against the Chiefs? On the road against the Chiefs? On the road against a Chiefs team who can't stop losing and now is really, really upset? Who, really, to be honest with you, the Chiefs defense has not been the problem all year. I don't like Devontae Adams this week. Um, I don't like him at all this week. Last time he played the Chiefs, Five catches, seventy-three yards, 11 and a half points. I think he's going to score south of 15. I'd be hard-pressed to think that he's going to find the end zone. Uh, Aiden O'Connell is going to be troubled all week. However, if Devontae Adams does not pick up the slack, Tyreek Hill definitely will. And I didn't mean to rhyme that one, but he gets hurt during Tennessee. He takes a week off against the Jets. Now he's going to against the Cowboys. It's a must win. Um, I'm thinking 30 points. The question now becomes: Is that 30 points going to be enough to win? And as of right now, 30 I don't points. Think. DMP. 30
0: points. Is that going to be? If I mean, I think if he if if Reek puts up 30 points, I'm I'm in trouble. No. Why? I don't know. I mean,
1: I mean, Reek has put up 30 points every single week. I mean, essentially. But, I mean, the past three weeks, if you throw out the Titans, 32, 24, 28, um, that's what I expect against Dallas. And I just think that he is going to be a two-touchdown, 100-yard guy. Um, However, though, if you let me finish, I don't think it's going to be enough. Oh, I don't want you to pick me. I think Tom Sawyer is going to win. I think we're going to have a new champion in two weeks. Uh, I think DMP – He's just been waiting to get knocked off. He has a sign over his head saying, someone knocked me off the mountain. No one's done it in his division because his division is ass. But here's where the alpha males make their stance. I think it's going to be an all alpha male Super Bowl. And I think Tom Sawyer is going to win 148. No, we're, the soy, we're the
0: soy boys. You think it's- Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's going to be an
1: all soy boy championship. 148-136.
0: I don't love your endorsement. (coughs) You kiss of death, boats and snake eyes last week. So I don't love it. But I mean, listen, I think I'm going to win too. Uh, I am afraid of these matchups though. Specifically the good matchups for DMP. I do think if I'm going to win, it's going to have to be a shootout. 153 to 142. Sawyer punches his ticket to the OG Corn Man final, uh, and we'll see who he's playing against next. I,
1: I will say I, I would be almost as happy if EP loses as if I win, almost. As <laughs> happy. Because A, I I want a new champion, uh, and only one outcome guarantees that EP losing. Uh, but two, I just I I can't see a repeat like. Back to back. I just, I can't. Remember. Well, I mean, so.
0: Dynasty is where I feel like repeats are more likely to occur. Um, sure. But I think, like this early on, there aren't too many like juggernaut teams because, you know, we all started in the same place. Um, but listen, we made it. Let's talk about the semifinal across the bracket. HHC resting. This weekend, having a couple gins, maybe smoking a little bit of Keats Vape. I don't know. Yeah. But he was resting. He was watching the games. JOS scratching tooth and claw against Snake Eyes. And you know, they were they were loud about it. They they stood their ground. They thought they were the better team. And they didn't back down from any of the mush attempts from Snake Eyes, of which there were many. Uh This matchup, I mean, Gino gets to come on the pod. He's got a voice. He's got a platform to talk his shit every week. JOS doesn't necessarily. Uh, But it's been well known that Gino is anti-JOS. J-O-F, as he calls them. But listen, both of these teams are here. You have to throw away the past. The regular season is done. Your bye is kaput. And there's a history here of teams in this division Getting the bye, losing their first playoff game. The last two years, that has been the case. So I am going to let my good friend and co host, Gino, break down this battle of two teams finishing nine and five in the soy boy division. They hate each other. Uh, and I think it's a coin flip, really. I really do.
1: Good intro. Uh, let me just hit you some historical records. Real quick, in case someone, <clears throat> the Phantoms, forgot, let me just let me just hit you with this as the Phantoms, okay? Let me just hit you with this. HHC four and zero against Snake Eyes and Jos in the regular season. Four and zero, beat Snake Eyes twice, beat Jos twice. We're talking about Jos. Let's talk about it. Week seven, one sixty four, one thirty four, 1 by thirty points. Week fourteen, to clinch and get a buy, one forty to one twenty nine. Okay, they were close matchups. They were close matchups but we, we we did what we needed to do in the regular season now to your point Sawyer throw out the records it's it doesn't matter you know I think at the end of the day we're looking at teams who are not fully healthy we're looking at teams who really are kind of coming into the playoffs in semifinals in in different situations JOS is high first ever playoff appearance first ever playoff win. Now all of a sudden they're both talking shit in the group chat. HHC has just been getting heat. HHC has just been getting heat.
0: They hate the Italians. They hate the Italian.
1: They hate the Italians. Especially on Christmas Eve. Okay, Let's start with uh, Trevor Lawrence, shall we? Not spotted at practice on Wednesday. I'm going to get some water. Concussion. Keep going. Yeah. Don't think he's going to play. If he is unable to play. Uh, that means JOS will turn to either Gardner Minshew against the Falcons. Don't hate that coming off 20 points. Or Derek Carr against the Rams, but he'll have to make that decision within the next 24 hours. I don't think he's going to pull the trigger on Derek Carr just because it's going to be such a quick turnaround. So if Trevor Lawrence doesn't go, then it's Gardner Minshew. But he's really banking on uh, Trevor Lawrence going. Then Patty Mahomes, I mean Patty Mahomes played the Patriots last week 16 points, Bills the week prior, 14, Packers the week prior, 13. <laughs> guy has scored 20 points once since week seven. That means since Halloween, since Halloween, the guy has scored one game above 20 points. Yeah, it's crazy. You're gonna you're gonna tell me that home against the Raiders. Coming off a great game who has another day of rest and another day of rest because they played on Sunday and now they play on Monday. That they're gonna be what world leaders and, and light up the scoreboard for 50 points? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He put up 21 points last time against the Raiders. I'll give him twenty-one because it's Mahomes' benefit of the day. Clyde, Clyde's been
0: running hard. Baby.
1: Yeah, but now Isaiah Pacheco's back. Um moving on. I think this is a big one. Cowboys v Dolphins. Okay. If Tyreek Hill plays, which I expect him to play, um, this has the, you know, liking of a back-and-forth, ping-ball, like, you know, 45-42 game. Um, I don't think it's going to be very run-heavy. Yes, Moser has 19 touchdowns. He's probably going to find the end zone once, but don't think he's going to get the yards or the volume. And I think A-Chain is going to be a little bit more involved. Going south on Moser the points, Kenneth Walker coming off a great game, going against the Titans. One thing about the Titans Play a pretty stout run defense, okay? Play a pretty stout run defense. And then my favorite stat, West Coast team, traveling East Coast. It's hard to do, Jim. Hard to do. Even harder to do on a short week. Even harder to do coming off that amazing emotional victory that you did on Monday night. I think Seattle is going to fall flat on my face, and I think Kenneth Walker is too, although he has looked like a beast. Zay Flowers, not practicing. Don't know if he's going to play. He has an injury. Michael Pittman, Concussion. Don't know if he's going to play. There are some question marks here, and I think that's the point that I'm trying to make. Is really outside of Sam Laporte and Trey McBride, the second year and the rookie tight end. Ironically enough, I can't really wrap my head around hands around a lot of guys. I mean, yeah, you can make the argument Jalen Bottle and Raheem Mostert, but at the end of the day, what if it's a Tyreek? Game? What if it's an H game? You know, what what if the Dallas defense, so pissed off at last week, comes to yeah. play and shuts it Could out be. or puts up 17 points? So at the end of the day, I don't think J. West is going to score 163. However, HBC on the yeah. other side, Motley, Motley Juice saying no good players on this team. Okay. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, uh, MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah, n- n- no good players. Tough matchup against San Fran. <coughs> Russell Wilson going to bounce back against New England Patriots on uh, Christmas Eve. I think he's going to do well. we got two Saints playing on Thursday night, Alvin Kamara and Chris Olave. I think they're going to have big games. They did last time on Thursday night against Jacksonville. Uh, Zeke Elliott, really my de facto RB two because Brian Robinson can't go against Jets and Zach Moss can't go. Um, I still have Tucker Craft. I still have Adam Thielen. Great matchups they're playing each other. Green Bay against Carolina. Here's where it's going to boil down to. Here's just going to boil down to. Stephon Diggs Him has not had a has not had a touchdown since week twelve. He hasn't had a twenty point game since week nine. Oh, that's crazy. Stephon Diggs. This could be, and I will go on record right now. A game where I just determine if I'm going to cut you or keep you next year. Because if you show up and you're worth the $69 that you are, and you show up and you have a 30-point game like you did so often in the first five weeks of the season, then all of a sudden, HHE's marching on. I mean, but the Raiders dug, just like, put
0: 60 fucking points up on them.
1: Right. If there's ever a time to go off and to just be on him, it is against the Chargers. And to just rip it down and say, you know what? I only had four catches for 48 yards last week. You know what? The week before, I only had four catches for 24 yards. This week against the Chargers, you got to have 10 for 112 and two, my man. you got to have that 30-point week because, to be honest with you, that's what HHC needs. HHC is going to need everyone together. It's going to need a 15-point from Tucker Craft. It's going to need 12 points from Adam Thielen. We're going to need everyone. And you know what? That's the thing. It's hard to beat a team once. It's hard to beat them twice. It's almost impossible to beat them three times. HHC is gonna do it, baby. One forty-six, one thirty-nine. We win by seven Ooh, on Christmas. That's close. Lamar Jackson gets it done late.
0: <sighs> I mean, that's that. I, I think that that is <clears throat> a little bit, uh, a little bit higher scoring than I think I'm willing to project. That being said, though, I will, I will agree with the compelling. Argument that between injuries and matchups, the scale for me is tilting in favor of HHC. Uh, People talk about the state-run media. They talk about the pod. um, And I think I'm going to have to say that it is going to be a co-host championship under the husk. We're going to be doing a lot of circle jerking next week. Give me HHC one 32 to 121. I think Lamar's going to need like four or five points going into Monday nights as long as he doesn't roll his ankle. Uh, Geno's going to get it done and he's going to enjoy the game rather than having to sweat it out. JOS, a valiant effort this season, but I think some of the low output, some of the uh, guys who are outperforming, are going to come a little bit down to earth. Falling back into that range, that's the average, right around 120 points. Uh, Gino's going to do just enough to get it done and move on to the championship. You know, after what I can imagine is going to be a very nice back and forth in the group chat between these
1: three owners. Oh, I, I yeah, I can't wait for it. I will say this though. I mean, if Michael Pittman can't go, and if say Flowers can't go, really, I mean, JOS is forced to start one of his commanders receivers. Going up against the Jets. Yeah. Kinda hate kind of hate that. So you wonder though um, where the
0: Jets are though, like psychologically right now, that deep.
1: They're out of it. I get that. I get I totally get that. But and coming off the performance that McLaurin had last week, you almost want to start him. But uh it will be interesting because I, I came into it, you know, playing the victim on Tuesday, being like, oh, Zach Moss is hurt, Brian Robinson is hurt, you know, what am I gonna do with Hollywood Brown? I look on the other side. It's like, look, it's week 16. Everybody's dealing with it. Yeah. Everyone is banged up. I mean, you're banged up. JOS is banged up. I mean, hell, DMP might not even play, uh, you know, Diary Kill. So everyone's banged up. And that's the thing about week 16, fancy playoffs. Just get in.
0: Yeah. And and And, and you're talking about we're in a league with 25 roster spots. So it's like, has your depth kind of shown through? Do you have guys to dig Deep into the bench, if you have to, in these semifinal, final situations where people are injured, rookies are getting chances now. Um, I think all the remaining teams, to some extent, do, but it's getting a little thin uh, for some of these organizations. But I will reiterate: Gino HHC, moving on to the finals, uh, and I don't think it's—you know—that's a. I think I project like a fourteen-point difference. I don't think it's going to be very close uh, throughout the course of the matchup. Um, Gino's going to get off to that early lead. You see that matchup scoring chart. He's got guys going early, and I think it's going to be an uphill battle for the rest of Christmas Eve for JOS.
1: Yeah, I mean, really, where it boils down to for HHC is who the hell is going to start my second flex? Uh, Hollywood's hurt. Brian Robinson's hurt. I mean, is it is it a this week? Isn't it Devante?
0: But who are you? Ta- who are you talking about?
1: You got field dog. I mean, no, he's my wide receiver three. Who who
0: in the lineup that I'm looking? Oh, Zach Moss is not going to be in there. You're saying? Uh,
1: Zach Moss currently isn't in my. uh, Uh, What what I'm looking at, he's in there. But I
0: think it uses. I think it uses like. Oh no! There you go. It updated.
1: It's Hollywood now, but if Hollywood doesn't play and Zach Moss doesn't play and Brian Robinson doesn't play, that's three guys. So do you go to Devontae Parker? Do you go to Creed Hunt? I mean, it it could be gross. Do you go to Quentin Johnston? On Saturday, you could go
0: to Quentin Johnston. I mean, huge meest. That would be really funny if if he was two
1: touchdowns. The, the reason why the you either
0: win or lose the championship. Huge me right? Would you I if mean, you played huge? He puts up like four points, and you lose by like two or three points. Do you cut him? No,
1: cut QJ. <laughs> I mean, I, I I write him an, an email. Um, <laughs> I write him a letter. What what type of words um, would you use in that email? Uh, disappointment <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go to trivia And I'm like already too deep And I'm like ooh it's going to be a morning. Oh no,
0: <laughs> I'll not be at trivia unfortunately
1: uh, i got to figure out what I'm going to
0: get for dinner But listen That's a pod It's the holiday weekend Enjoy the time with your family and friends Do your best to conceal your phone Or get some red zone on the TV At Christmas Eve I don't know about You guys, my family, prioritizes Christmas Eve as the celebration. It's kind of a shame that there's a 10-game slate. I wish it was on Christmas or Saturday, to be honest with you. But the NFL continues its war on Christmas. But listen, enjoy. Have a couple extra glasses of Cabernet. Enjoy that pot roast or whatever you eat. God bless. Go get that corn.
1: I will say this, Sness. Yeah. Very upset we not weave in any Christmas song puns. Nah, that's on me that, that is on you you're usually the music guy i'm the music guy you know why because we're not in the studio you know we're doing this virtually it's hard it's, it, I, it's
0: the season it's Everybody's getting sick except for you you never
1: get oh sick. christmas tree oh christmas tree a wind is upon hhc i oh, will yeah, right. get that very
0: nice <laughs> see ya. adios